What's that in your eye? Let's talk about it on today's episode of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning. We are moving on today in Luke chapter 6. We continue in this chapter. Um, and one of the appeals of this passage is the rapid fire teachings of Jesus that come in sort of rapid succession as we make our way through this passage. Uh, Today we're going to be looking at verses 37 through 42, and this happens to be a teaching of Jesus on the topic of judging others. Um, Man, I, I I can't read this passage without thinking about the times that we're in. And if the world embraced this way of treating each other, if we embraced this ethic, um, how different our interactions would be, uh, how different we might feel about the flaws and shortcomings of others in light of our own. Um, And so today is a good challenge for us. Um, I think for each of us, as we consider personally and otherwise, um, our own lives and our own places of struggle, our own places of temptation, our own places of failure, uh, the shortcomings that we live with, the things that we know about ourselves that we wish weren't true of us. And uh, when we can embrace those things and see them for what they are and uh, learn to accept them uh, as challenges we must face and learn to be graceful with ourselves, perhaps we learn also how to be graceful with others. Um, And so uh, let's pray as we get started today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for a new day. Uh, The promise of a new day is always a reminder that uh, in you, um, there is no condemnation, Jesus. Uh, You don't hold on to the things uh, that yesterday brought to the table. Uh, You let them go and, and you give us a fresh start every day. Lord, would we live that way today? Um, Would we live as a people who uh, are walking freer because of uh, the the promise of each day being a fresh start in you? And would we we allow others um, some grace today in our interactions with them? Would we allow for the fact that others may be struggling, others may be going through some difficulty that we're unaware of, and maybe their best... Uh, self is not on display today. And so, Father, let that shape our interactions today uh, and give us grace uh, to walk in your ways. Father, open our eyes and our ears and our hearts to what you want to say through your word today, and we give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, this is a red-letter teaching. Uh, All of these words, with the exception of one phrase, uh, is in red. (laughs) And uh, the phrase is just a transition phrase. Uh, And so all of the other words in this passage are attributed to Jesus. And uh, we can find them to be trustworthy and true. Um, And so uh, today we look at the topic of judging others. In Luke 6, 37 through 42, Luke writes uh, these words of Jesus. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. He also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? 
The student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye, you hypocrite. First take the plank out of your eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Uh, Now, those of you that have been with our program for a while now will realize uh, when uh, we started publishing episodes, this was the chapter we were studying. Uh, And Today, we're going to look at it again, and perhaps uh, some fresh perspective will emerge. Um, I think it's interesting as we see Jesus beginning this teaching, um, he gives us a series of statements that are just kind of... um, if this, then that um, kind of statements. He says, don't judge and you won't be judged. Don't condemn and you won't be condemned. Forgive and you'll be forgiven. Um, Kind of a simple truth followed up by a simple result from living that truth out. Give and it will be given to you. Um, And so these are very simple, clear statements. There's not a lot of room for interpretation here. He's being really clear. Do not judge and you will not be judged. (laughs) Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Um, We know that judging comes in lots of forms. There is the judging of the judgmental heart, a person who's kind of gunning for everyone, looking to uh, trip them up with their flaws and shortcomings, Um, completely unaware of their own stuff, but gunning for everyone else. Uh, Then there's the judging of discernment, which is uh, a judging that is a growth in the spirit. Uh, It's a a spiritual um, uh, quality that grows in us as we grow to know God's spirit more. And these are, this is about judging situations, judging intentions, judging uh, scenarios that we find ourselves in on the basis of what we see going on there beyond what's on the surface level. It's a deeper understanding is maybe the best way to describe that discernment, a deeper understanding. Um, And then uh, Jesus talks about condemning. Condemnation is just simply to uh, write someone off in the most complete and final sort of way uh, without creating any room for that person to change making no space for transformation in that person's life. It is to simply say, they are who they are, they will never change, and there's nothing I can do about that. Um, And so sometimes we condemn people intentionally, and sometimes we do so unintentionally by attitudes that we hold toward them. Now, the truth is some people will never change, (laughs) but we're not the judge of that. Some people are mean and nasty and do terrible things, but we're not the judge of that. Uh, that is God's call. And uh, for us to condemn them, for us to make no room for grace and mercy, for an encounter with God's Holy Spirit is not our call. That's up to God. Um, and whether or not that person can be receptive to uh, God and have a teachable spirit, that's that's entirely not our business. We pray for it. We desire that for those that um, you know, are challenging people in our lives, but uh, we can't write them off. And then give, and it will be given to you. Um, how loosely do, do you hold on to your stuff? How loosely do you hold on to this life? Are you so desperately afraid of of uh, losing out that it stifles your ability to be generous? 
Uh, are you so worried about next year, next month, uh, next week uh, that it keeps you from giving to others when you have the capacity to do so? Uh, and all of these things, Jesus says, for the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Uh, it's kind of a tit-for-tat kind of thing. Um, if you're extremely judgmental, then you can expect that back. If you're extremely condemning, then you can expect that back. If you're selfish and you never give to others, when your time of need comes, don't expect that back. Um, don't expect that others will be just jumping to the cause to give to you if you've not been generous um, ahead of your need. And then he talks about a parable, the blind leading the blind into a pit. Uh, no student is above the teacher, uh, but everyone who's fully trained will be like their teacher. The Holy Spirit is our trainer, uh, and he's training us to be like our teacher. He's training us to be like our Lord Jesus. When the Spirit is at work and alive in our hearts, he is equipping us to be more Christ-like. And the goal of every Christian's journey uh, is uh, to grow in Christ-likeness so as to be faithful to the mission of Christ in the world. And that is that we would go and make disciples of the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that Jesus has commanded so that then they then become a fully equipped disciple. So the Spirit is equipping us uh, toward ever-increasing Christ-likeness. Um, how you doing there? <laughs> What's the measuring stick? Are we weighing ourselves against the word? Are we inviting feedback from other believers we trust? How do we know we're growing? How can you measure Christ-likeness? What's, what's the way to, uh, to see if we are in fact growing in grace? And I would say the, the, the measuring stick there is, um, is checking fruit. What's the fruit, the spiritual fruit that's growing on and into a person's life? Uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Uh, Paul wrote in Galatians uh, that against such things there was no law. <laughs> so we can grow in those things in abundance. And that's the spiritual fruit that we want to see growing into our life. That's the proof of transformation. That's measurable. And then he closes the passage with uh, this great little story about someone who's uh, going around pointing out the speck of sawdust in other people's eyes. Wow, he's got a plank sticking out of his own that he doesn't see. Uh, we're sometimes we're so hyper-focused on the flaws and shortcomings of others, we fail to see the absolutely <laughs> front and center issue in our life. And Jesus is saying, until you deal with the front and center issue in your life, don't go around pointing out the specks of sawdust in other people's eyes. I like that. <laughs> Lord, help us to see our flaws for what they are. Our flaws point to one thing, our need for Jesus <laughs> and our desperation for grace. Um, and that's what the flaws of other people's lives point out to them as well. Um, and there may come a time when we can grace, grace, graciously offer and gracefully offer <laughs> a word to someone when they're curious to know what we see. And we can say, you know, sometimes you're a little bit of this, but have you thought about turning that over to Jesus? That's what I've got to do with my uh, issues and flaws and shortcomings. I just turn them over to Jesus. I just trust that he'll go to work there. And maybe you can trust that Jesus will go to work there too. Um, I think there's a lot of grace in that kind of a response, particularly when we we are uh, locked in a close relationship with someone that says, hey, tell me what you see. 
I want to, I want to know the fruit that people see growing in my life. That's courageous and that's bold. And I think God will use that in a person's life to lead them into ever increasing Christ likeness. All right, my friends, uh, great word here today. Uh, let us be people that go out into the world today, looking for opportunities, uh, to be ambassadors of grace and mercy. And may the Lord bless you today as you go forth in him. Take care.